Right. Today I was thinking and going through some more of Jim Rohn's material, and I ran across this on time management. And I had some thoughts to kind of mix with it. So I kind of run through some of it and kind of elaborate on how it can help you. For one, when we think of time management, actually, instead of thinking time management, why don't we think, why don't we think uh, priorities? Because really, as John Maxwell had said, it's more about priorities than about time. We will give time to our, if we give time to our priorities, then they will take care of themselves. So it says here, something will master and something will serve. Either you run the day or the day runs you, or either you run the business or the business runs you. Learn how to separate the majors and the minors. A lot of people don't do well simply because they major in minors. So now let's take a moment here and think about our day. And probably the biggest one that we can look at is email. How many times do we get inundated with emails that really have no impact on what we're trying to accomplish? What you can find and figure out is to skim through that stuff in the morning. And then if there's some prime, uh, some high, high value items that need to be done for your boss, then fine. Put them aside to maybe get on with them quickly. But the rest of that stuff, that information stuff, that stuff that doesn't have anything to do with what you're kind of trying to accomplish, after you skim just the titles, uh, if you get to them, yes, but if not, then it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal for those who sent them, but it is a big deal for you because there's we only have 24 hours in a day. And see, the key to wealth is to spend 80% of our time on 20% of those things that really impact and affect what we do. Another one is the phone. Oh, man. Because of these smartphones we have, they're so smart that they're always popping up notifications and things. Well, number one, you can turn those notifications off. Number two, every time someone uh, speaks to you, you don't have to respond. As a matter of fact, I was talking with a uh, successful mentor of mine, and um, he gained control of that by not responding to text messages until uh, his set time, which is the end of the day. You know, some people get frustrated. They, they can't get you on the phone, so they decide to text you. And that interrupts your schedule and your, your rhythm. And you can't interrupt your rhythm because we're very complex beings, but we need to focus. And we can't focus if we're being interrupted every one or two minutes because someone said I had a hamburger or, you know, uh, look at me in Hawaii. We can't afford that time, uh, the tools are great because they give us, uh, they keep us in touch and the greater communication, but at the same time, they need to be managed and managed well. Otherwise, they suck up our time 
and we lose what we're trying to accomplish. Okay. Don't mistake movement for achievement. It's easy to get faked out by being busy. The question is, busy doing what? Boom. That's the point I'm talking about. You can, you can even do a to-do list, but then take a real hard look at that. Because remember I said 20% of your activities account for 80% of your work. Normally, those things that uh, that 20% take a little bit longer. Now, you could do all those, uh, you know, if you prioritize these ABCs, you can do all those Cs and really get a lot of Cs done. But have you really been effective in what you really want to accomplish or what you really have to and have been hired to accomplish? If the answer is no, then stop doing those Cs. Put them aside. You'll find sometimes they even go away. Or if you're uh, you're tired as the afternoon after you've had lunch, it's a real lull time, a, a very uh, low mental activity time, then go ahead and do it at that time because you'll have the – you won't need all that excessive capacity from your mind to just click, yes, I got it, or something like that. You, you, you know the emails I'm talking about, the ones you get every day? Yeah, those. Days are expensive. When you spend a day, you have one less day to spend. So make sure you spend each one wisely. We really need to fight for our time. Some more time wasters, the morning time. And I see it happening where I work, and, and I've, I've stopped doing that. Uh, you come in, and everyone's got to go around and see what everyone did for the weekend. You spend 30 minutes to 45 minutes just catching up on things. It's nice to say hello to people, but then get down to work, accomplish something. Then when you take your 10-minute break, then go around and say hi to people. Another uh, skill that I learned and I, I picked up by reading is sometimes when someone comes in your office, you know, if you have an open do door, stand up. It kind of gives these people a sense of urgency that, you know, they, they, that you're about to do something and they can't uh, monopolize your time on you. Just stand up. And if it's something that you can plan, go ahead and plan it and say, hey, let's put this on the calendar for, for this afternoon around 4 o'clock as opposed to getting it right then manage those appointments so that you can accomplish and stay in that 20 percent is going to make the biggest difference in your life yeah so days are expensive so when you spend a day remember you got one less to spend my greatest time is on saturdays and i'm getting back to that uh i'd love it because that's a time I, I used to, uh, when you see the sun out, you're thinking, oh, man, I want to get out there. But if you've got goals and you've got dreams and you think about the time that you could waste just soaking the sun as opposed to getting ahead, those are the golden hours that people get ahead. Take that time and really buckle down to get something done that you can really focus on without being interrupted. 
a lot of times on Saturday, you're not interrupted unless you have an activity going on. You always get that time where you're not interrupted and you can just sit down and really thoroughly study something that you really want to get done. It'll get your head big time. So when you get to Monday, then you're good to go. And sometimes you need to stay in touch or be out of reach. And that's it. That's the key final point there. You can stay in touch and stay out of reach at the same time. You don't always have to respond to everyone's little whim. You can control your time. You can control your priorities. And you can manage them out of your way. Because if you manage them out, then you can stay focused and continue on. That's the secret to the rage, man. That's how people make it. They've, they've come to the conclusion they've got so much time and they've learned how to manage their time by blocking times to get valuable things done, important things that affect their family and their income and, and really focus on them and then put the other stuff on the edges and you're good to go. One of the things I'm doing I'm going to start a membership group because here's – I'm breaking from this and uh, talking about another subject, but I think it's critical. I've um, getting involved. Uh, Stu, Stu Lauren is a, a great man talking about membership groups. And then when you deal with membership groups, you have to decide who is it that you want to serve. Okay, now – I thought about this, and I remembered where I was when I was in corporate America. I'm still in corporate, but in small business, but in corporate America. And what I found, probably the greatest group that really needs needs help is I found employees who finally wake up. Either they've been there five years or five months or, or 20 years. They wake up and they finally realize they're trapped. And there's no upward way for upward mobility, but they've been there for so long and they just feel that this is it. I'm just going to stick it out. And I've missed my mark. But see, that's what, that's what I want to help with is helping them to change their mindset and to change their thought, their mindset, and build their confidence that there are other things you can do and other ways to do it. And the way to do that is to start changing what I call your living language. And I heard this from John Maxwell. He was at uh, one of uh, when he was receiving the uh, Algiers Award. Uh, I forgot the thing, Algiers Award. Anyways, but he was talking about the language we speak. And this is a this is a this is something, hear me clear, because it happens all the time where I work and it happens everywhere you go. I think of it uh, just as an example, when we become aware of something, it makes all the difference in the world. And I always talk about cars. All of a sudden, when you buy a new car, say you buy a black Jeep or something, all of a sudden, every time you drive around, you're more aware, and all of a sudden, it seems like everyone is driving a Jeep as you look around. 
because you're driving a Jeep. So we have to increase our awareness. Now, here's where our awareness needs to be increased. The first step we need to get away from is this thing I call victimese language living. So you say, what is victimese language living? Well, first we have to understand who is the person we have a conversation with the most. That is ourselves, self-talk. And here's how a lot of people's conversations go during the day. And they are uh, unconscious of it, but it, it has a profound effect. You're there, you're in front of the computer, you touch it. Oh, how stupid of me. I made the same dumb mistake three times. Okay, that's victimese language. Oh, I'll never get out of here. This, this is it for me. Uh, I've been doing this for 15 years. I can't see myself doing anything else. That's correct. You can't see yourself doing anything else. That's victimese language. Because remember, the subconscious mind, which we'll learn in the group, the subconscious mind has no filter, which means it's whatever you say, you're prophesying to yourself failure. When you say to yourself, oh, I'll never get out of here, that's right. You're, you're, you're feeding yourself, you'll never get out of here. And then, you know, 10 years from now, you're still in the same place. And you wonder, why am I still here? Because I'm programming myself every day. I'll never get out of here. Uh, this is all, this is it for me type of attitude. But see, if you understand the power of just changing what you say, no more of this, oh, how stupid of me. Oh, I never remember names. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I, you know, that's just too much for me. That kind of language, I call it victimese language. And see, if if we can get together and change that language that people have daily. And the first step to that is just becoming aware. Make it like a game. Listen to people around you and listen to their victimese language. And learn to say, hey, you know, it's tough now, but I'm, I'm on a path to make a difference. I'm going to change where I am. And see, what this membership group is going to do, I always talk about two things that will, it's more than that now, but two things that will change your life is the books you read and the people you hang around. But think of this. This membership is people of like mind who feel trapped and had that victimese language are now coming together to conquer that, to, to, to start setting goals and changing the way they talk. And having a, a environment that supports them. Can you imagine sometimes, you know, you become different and the people around you look at you differently. And you can't tell them what you're doing because then they go, they're just going to put you down. This is a community that will be there that you can, you know, when something happens and you, you write a note in the community and then immediately four or five of us will come through there and just say, hey, success failure, remember that poem, success failure, turn inside out, silver tent of the clouds of doubt, you know, tell how close you are, maybe near, but it seems a far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. So when things seem worse, you mustn't quit. Just one more time, a winner is one who gets up one more time. Things like that. 
in there to encourage you at the time when you need it. And then all of a sudden your language changes and you start to realize, I can change my status here. I don't have to stay here. And then you start to learn about uh, some of the things we talk about, uh, mental faculties and exercising them, intuition and imagination and asking questions and finding out and becoming more aware around us of opportunities that are there that we never saw before that we could have taken advantage of. It's never too late. The Colonel Saunders of Kentucky Fried Chicken did not make his move to build the Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurant until age 65. So is it too late for you now at 49 or 50? No, this is a great time. And to have an environment to help you do that is incredible. And that's what I'm building. So I say that to say this. I'm going to put together a page. Uh, uh, I want to have some founders of the group. And I'm going to, um, yeah, put together an order page. And we'll go ahead and start this group at the end of next week is what I'm thinking. But we can really get together. And, and I don't want to build it alone. I want help. I don't have all the answers. But there's more power collectively than there is as individuals. And I can help orchestrate that with your help. But it's time that we get out of being trapped. Trapped in our uh, continuous, excuse me, spiral of victimies, language that's just, just tearing us apart from the inside out. And then a lot of us have that message inside of us that we really want to get out. And we think we never will, so we don't try. And pity the man that goes to his grave without being able to let his message, his song be heard. That's my goal. That's the purpose of the group is a, is a way to do that and to have a association of people on your side cheering you on to get it done. That's what I want. I want to stop this on May 24th. I'll probably put a note on my site uh, um, just to talk about let's get started. <laughs> um, it should be great. Uh, I always enjoy being on here. It, it, it's it's my passion. As if you can't tell, I'm very passionate about self-talk and what we say to ourselves. But it even begins before that. It's our thought process. And we've got to change that in order to change ourselves. And once we do that, and once we learn the power of affecting the subconscious mind, which is our powerful mind, then we can actually become all we were meant to be, then you can actually become all you were meant to be. That's it for this evening, and you have a good night.